0: into to another fantastic episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are joined by a wonderful guest. We have Michael Mailer, who is the director and co-writer of a new show, Darkness of Light, Confessions of a Russian Traveler, which is playing now through April 16th at the 36th Street Theater. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting darknessoflight.com. But for now, Michael, welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. It is an honor to have you. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: I was mentioning when we were speaking before that this press release came into my email. Uh, I, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, the poster art caught my eye. I read about the show and I was like, I have to, I got to speak to someone about this. This looks... Fascinating. So could you tell us a little bit about this show?
1: Sure. Well, the, the genesis of it is is unusual in that the show is sort of, it's a fictional piece, but it's very loosely, I say loosely, based on the life of Alexander Koletsky, who has become a world-renowned re- painter. He was a movie star and underground musician in the Soviet Union in the 1970s and was very much in the forefront of the, the artistic movement that was considered the the Moscow underground. And eventually the, the authorities caught up with him and gave him the option, because it was detente, of either leaving Russia or going to Siberia. He obviously chose to leave Russia, spend some weird and bizarre you know years in Europe, getting his sea legs before making his way to America. And this play sort of explores his existential adventures through Europe and ultimately into uh, New York and Connecticut.
0: Wow. You are the co-writer of this. So I'm wondering how did you come up with the idea of the show or come upon the story itself?
1: Well, so Alexander and I met about, this is aging me, but 25, a little over 25 years ago, he had written a book called Metro about his experiences in the underground And i was just randomly hired i was you know recently out of college looking to break into film i was hired to write a a very detailed adaptation for a screenplay out of his book metro that unfortunately didn't go anywhere our financier at the time ran out of money so uh it sort of fell by the wayside but we developed a relationship he the more i got to know about his stories post russia I was sort of fascinated by it and i said let's write a screenplay about it so we sat down and spent a few months and we banged out a screenplay tried to get that made and again i was a neophyte in the business so i really didn't know anything about it to to an extent uh, from a professional standpoint but that project fell by the wayside a couple years after that he then came to me and said hey do you mind if i translate our screenplay into a book i said knock yourself out you have my blessing so he translated it into a book or adapted it into a book which he then in English, which he then adapted into Russia, sold the book to in Russia. And I mean, this is we're going back fifteen years, I wanna say, maybe longer. And then it was published in Europe. I never quite got a, a paper a publication in the States. But a little over a year ago, he said, you know, let's let's turn the book into a play. So it went from a screenplay to a book to a play. And then, you know, now we're at Now we're debuting it.
0: (laughs) That is quite the journey. Now that it's kind of up on its feet, up on stage, I'd like to ask about the, the step right before, since we're talking on opening night, about what it's been like developing this piece for the stage.
1: You know, listen, because it was originally based on a screenplay, you know, I felt like I had a certain obvious familiarity with the material, sort of facility with it. What Alexander added in, in novelizing it was, you know, great stuff with monologues and stuff that you couldn't really use in a film. So it's really about taking our basic structure, adding in the details from the novel, the novelization, and then structuring it into a play. I again I'm I'm very kind of versed in the in screenwriting, less much less so in in playwriting, but you know, it's, I, I love language and I love character and, you know, we had some really good characters and the, and the language is pretty rich in most places, I think. And so it, it, you know, it was actually not as strenuous, uh, uh, an adaptation that I might've thought otherwise, or, or if I was coming to it from a, as a complete outsider. Hmm. What is the message or thought you're hoping the audience takes away? Well, you know, listen, obviously Russia Ukraine is very much in the forefront of our consciousness politically and socially these days. And you know, there's a line in the in the play where uh, our lead character Nikolai says Russia is always in transition from bad to worse. So it's, you know, I I this is not a condemnation of Russia by any means. In fact, you know, the people very much or or certain characters in the play that are Russian are kind of, you know, memorable, I think, but it's really, you know, it's about an artist who is cast adrift in an alien world, trying to find truth, uh, trying to find meaning in his art and constantly fighting against the pressures to essentially compromise that art. How do you hold on to the honesty of your work, you know, against pressures to commercialize it? That's sort of the underlying theme in the piece. That's fantastic. I got to say, you are setting me up one after the other for
0: each next question. And I love that you brought in the idea of, you know, the current tensions that exist, the idea of of oppressed artists and such. But given all of that kind of going on, who do you hope have access to this show?
1: I hope it's universal to the extent that, you know, any demographic will find it you know, interesting and, and relevant. Certainly, you know, anyone who's in the arts, I you know, I think, listen, historically, you know, if you're over the age of 50, you know, you're very, you remember what the Soviet Union was like, you know, in that system of repression. And, you know, when you were, if you were around during New York City in the 80s, you kind of remember the whole art scene that was happening then. So it's, you know, I think it has a nostalgic value for, you the older set, but I think for the younger set, it's just a fun, interesting, existential romp. And I do feel that, I I think it appeals to really any age range. I mean, I have a 16-year-old son who hasn't seen it, but I I have a feeling he's going to get a kick out of it.
0: Well, I wanna change change things up now. I want to give our audience a chance to get to know you a little bit more. Sure. I'm gonna start by asking you what shows or playwrights or composers have inspired you in the past or do you love? And and I'll even open up since you are a filmmaker. I mean what filmmakers, screenwriters, that kind of thing? Sure. What inspires you essentially?
1: Well, I I've always approached, you know, storytelling from the standpoint of characters. You know, the more interesting the characters, the more richer the the dynamic of the conflict. I, I think the more engaging storytelling becomes. So for me, it begins with character and and finding plot through character or the the subtext of character. So I I'm a big, you know, I you know, I grew up in a literary household. So I've always been a fan of of writing. And what I love about theater, even more so than film, is that you can really explore character and writing and the nuances of character much more deeply than than in film. You just have more of a, of a facility to do so. So I, I you know, it's kind of I, I'm really enjoying this process. You know, hopefully I don't fall flat on my face, but it's it's been challenging. And I, I you know, the language of theater is very different from film you know i said it's you know in theater you think inside the box literally and figuratively to think outside the box i mean you're contained within a small space telling a story so you how do you how do you expand beyond those walls metaphorically and and experientially and then in film you think really outside the box it's a visual meaning in order to think inside the box which is the metaphor for exploring character and the interior life of your character so not to get too highfalutin with <laughs> with uh, these descriptions, but I, it's a different dialectic, and you know, thank God I'm, I'm a little dyslexic, and so I, I'm sometimes I'm able to reverse polarities easier than others. That is,
0: that is a really great answer? I really love
1: that. Yeah, thank you.
0: Now you are here in New York, so I'm looking forward to knowing this answer. Have you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners?
1: I actually, at the Chain Theater, the, the owner, Kirk, has a play going on called That Damn House, which I saw just because it's their one floor below us, and and I like him, and I was blown away by that production. It's it's about a, a family of two brothers and a mother who is uh, being evicted, and it's sort of about them having to go through the painful memories of their childhood. It's a very cathartic play, a very painful play. A lot of us have dealt with situations that are not dissimilar. And it's just, you know, it's like this is why off-Broadway theater exists, you know, to get into, you know, the the core of, of a story that's that's emotional and painful and, and to some extent rejuvenating.
0: Yes. What is your favorite part about working in the theater?
1: I, I love working with actors. And I I you know, you know with film, you know, you get your movie stars coming, and you know usually people are fairly nice, you know the, you know, I haven't never really encountered too much attitude, but you know they they show up maybe a week before you start shooting. If you're lucky, often it's like a day or two before you don't really get to know them very well, you know it's it's like because all of a sudden you're just moving into shooting, you know it it's it, so it's it's a little more it's less intimate, you know, whereas in theater, you know, you're just rehearsing and rehearsing and you really you're becoming a family, a family of, of, of a circus family of sorts. And there's, there's a, just a beauty to the, uh, the intimacy of that. And, and, you know, the family bonds, you know, sometimes are pretty dysfunctional, but you know, you're still, you're still a family and you're, you know, working through the things that families go through. Yes.
0: We've now kind of my favorite question, okay. which our listeners know I always look forward to hearing our guest answer. And that is what is your favorite theater memory?
1: I think probably as a kid, seeing Frank Langella play Dracula on Broadway, that was pretty special. And I had the pleasure of getting to know him slightly, you know, many decades later when I was an adult. But that was a that was a pretty cool experience. And, you know, I had just moved back into the city from living in Cape Cod. So I was, you know, a bit of a rube, I suppose, comparatively speaking. And so just having that you know, that sensation of seeing that show. It may have been my first Broadway show. It just blew me away. And it was just, you know, just a spectacular production, as I recall. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure.
0: Are there any other projects or productions you have in the pipeline that we might be able to plug for you?
1: I have a couple of film projects that are getting close to fruition. One is a adaptation of a book my dad wrote called The Fight, about the ali foreman fight in zaire africa in 1974 you know commonly known as the rumble in the jungle Mm -hmm. and i took the the book that he wrote a nonfiction piece and adapted it into a film you know it's really about his relationship with ali and all the craziness that was going on there during what was you know and still is considered one of if not the greatest sporting event of the 20th century yes my final question is, if our listeners want more information about
0: this amazing show, Darkness of Light, or about you, perhaps they maybe want to reach out to you, how can they do that?
1: I have a website called uh, www.michaelmailerfilms.com, and there's a way to access me through that. Perfect.
0: Well, Michael... Thank you so much for taking some time today, today on your opening night of <laughs> all days to speak with us about this incredible piece. I am so excited to see it. It it really just sounds wonderful. I'm I love that I got to learn, well, we all got to learn this journey of this story. I mean, literally from Russia to here, this is amazing. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it.
0: My guest today has been the director and co-writer, Michael Mailer, whose new work, Darkness of Light, Confessions of a Russian Traveler, is playing now through April 16th at the 36th Street Theater. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting darknessoflight.com. And make sure you follow Michael to stay up to date on all of his latest projects and productions. And you can do that by visiting www.michaelmailerfilms.com. We're going to have all of this information posted on our episode description, as well as on our social media. But in the meantime, head over to darknessoflight.com and get your tickets now for this wonderful production. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies and keep your masks on and keep talking about the theater
1: in a stage whisper.
0: Thank you. Two friends from old New York town, making
1: a fall.